So the question is, what does bowling have to do with bringing Mashiach or the coming of Mashiach? You probably never thought of that question before. And the answer is, not all that much. However, <laughs> when, um, it, when this uh, class was originally given, this, these uh, recordings are re-recordings of that which was um, taught in between Mincha and Marv this past week in Beth Jacob, the main shul. And um, there was a moment at the end where it all came together in the form of bowling, uh, which I will elaborate on right now. So we are dealing now, we're discussing the bracha of Es Tzemach David, the sprout of David, the sprout of David, bringing forth the, uh, sprouting the growth of the Davidic dynasty, the coming of the Geula, of the redemption. This particular bracha, which we spoke about uh, yesterday, um, has an interesting structure. Most of the brachos of uh, Shmon Esra, we go from 0 to 60, meaning uh, we don't have any blessing. Barech Elena, Hashem, please bless us. Um, we, uh, we don't have health. Rifa Enu, please heal us. With this bracha, the Maral points out, we start with something that already exists. Es Tzemach David Mehera Tatzmiach. The sprout of David, the sp- sprout of David, which we spoke about yesterday, the imagery and the message and meaning behind the notion of a sprout. But we are first telling ourselves, we are first declaring that there is such a thing as a sprout. It's something that's sprouting. We just want it to happen faster. Mehera Satzmiach. We want it to grow faster. But we are declaring that there is a sprout. That's the um, uh, insight of the Maral in this bracha. To bring this out more, there's a similar idea um, as we bench the bracha, the, uh, the third bracha of benching, Bone barachamav Yerushalayim. Now, the way we say it is Bone barachamav Yerushalayim. However, there is a different version in which it's just Bone Yerushalayim. Um, and the question is, what are the difference between these versions? Bone barachamav Yerushalayim obviously fits the tune that has become the tune of benching, universal tune of benching. And without that baracham of, the tune is a little bit off, try it out. Uh, so there must be another tune out there. But what is the difference between these two formulations? Uh, we bless Hashem who builds Yerushalayim, or who builds with compassion, builds Yerushalayim with compassion. So the Beis Yosef, of Yosef Karo, in his uh, magnum opus, his masterwork, the Beis Yosef, um, he brings two opinions. The first is the opinion of the Maharam, of Mayor of Mirottenburg. And his position is to recite Bone Barachim of Yerushalayim, um, which is the classic Ashkenazi text, as we've mentioned. However, the Beis Yosef quotes the Kolba and some other opinions who say this version is incorrect. Bone Barachim of Yerushalayim. We bless Hashem who builds Yerushalayim with compassion. That is incorrect because, as the verse says, Tzion b'mishpat tipadeh. Tzion, Zion. Yerushalayim, the coming of the Beis HaMikdash, the coming of, of, of redemption, is b'mishpat. It will be, the redemption will come b'mishpat, with justice. And therefore, it's not a matter of compassion, it's a matter of justice. Meaning, it's a mathematical equation. This is something that will happen. When the right equation <coughs> is produced, when the, when the scenario is right, the redemption will happen. And therefore, it's not right to say Barachamah with compassion because this is a mathematical equation that will definitely happen. So now this makes the formulation of Bone Yerushalayim Amen um, very compelling. 
perhaps a little more inspiring because by leaving out the word Birachamov, what we are indicating is our confidence that we don't have to invoke God's compassion, but this is something that will definitely happen at the right time. Tzion b'mishpat tipadeh. So how do we explain the other opinion, which is the position of the Ramah, and that's the Ashkenazi minhag, it's quite prevalent. How do we explain the other position? The Bach says as follows, and this will, this will fit back in to what we presented earlier about Tzemach David, the sprout of David. The Bach says that there are actually two aspects to redemption. We have this notion that redemption is, um, is a new reality that is preset. It's prefab. It's, it's like the world 2.0. We're going to download a new version of the world and it's going to uh, become the new operating system. And it's already been programmed. It's already been set. We just have to apply it. The Bach says that that's incorrect. It is true that the redemption is coming. Tzion b'mishpat tipadeh. It's coming. It'll happen with justice at the right time, when the time is ripe. However, the degree of revelation and the degree of connection and the degree of redemption is not guaranteed. Uh, we know from the first and second Bate Hamikdash, the base Hamikdash Harishon, the first base Hamikdash, had a higher level of God's presence. More, there were more miraculous occasions. There were, uh, as the Gemara spells out, there were more ways in which we can access the divine spirit, the, the Shechina, in the first base Mikdash than in the second base Mikdash. They were both Bate Mikdashim. They were both um, represented um, Avoda and were the place of Avoda, of service of God, and were the house of God in this world. But one was on a higher level than the other. The third base Mikdash. It's not guaranteed. Yes, it will happen, but what's it going to look like? Is it going to look like the incredible redemption of the first base of Mikdash? Or is it going to be the incredible but lower level redemption and presence of a Kaddosh Baruch Hu of the second base of Mikdash? That is Barachamim. That aspect is Barachamim. We need to increase our tefillah. We have to beseech of Hashem, His Rachmanus, that His compassion and His pity and His care and concern for us, that we want the redemption to happen not only in Bimheira v'yameinu, speedily in our days, we want it to be berachamim. We want his rachmanus upon us to have it be revealed in the greatest way possible, to have the most glory and the most redemption and most connection possible. That part of it is berachamim, and that's up to us to activate and to inspire with our tefillos, with our prayers. So that goes back to the Tzemach David. We say at Tzemach David, when we say those words, what we're saying is yes, it's happening. It's at Semach. But we need to inject our own feeling, our emotion, our compassion, our devotion into our prayers to ensure that when the Semach comes forth, when the sprout is finally here in its completion, it will be as glorious as possible. And this, getting back to our bowling muscle, you know, it's, I thought in the moment, it's like going to bowling. So there's always the option, um, if you're not the greatest bowler, of, install, of having them um, put up the bumpers along the sides of the lanes. And what happens when you have bumpers is that you are guaranteed not to have a gutter ball. The ball will get down from your hand to the other side, to the pins, at least in most, most cases. Sometimes with my kids, they need a little extra help even in the middle of the lane. But generally speaking, the ball, as long as you, as long as you play the game, as long as um, the, the frames are still going, the ball will get there, and it won't, it won't uh, go down to the sides, and you won't get zero points.
The question is, with your skill, how many pins are you going to knock down? The ball is going to knock them down. The question is, how many? That is this duality of the redemption of the Geula. There's the Tzemach, which is happening already. There's Bone Yerushalayim, which is Tzion B'mishpat Tipadeh, with, um, with justice. It's guaranteed. It will happen. Those are the bumpers. But at the same time, we have to recognize that we can affect how many pins get knocked down and how high the score is going to be through our efforts and our tefillos.